You're listening to oneofus.net. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Reacher's back, baby, as it says on IMDb. Uh, <laughs> I wish they added the baby. Um, but uh, yes, Reacher season two is finally out and completed on uh, Amazon Prime. And thank the Lord, because who knew that Reacher was going to be a super fun, oddly a little bit more intelligent than you would think from even like the Reacher's movies with uh, with Tom Cruise and really engaging and great characters at the same time led by uh alan uh richson uh playing the titular jack reacher and um i kind of love this show <laughs> like it's great action it's a fairly you know little twisty turny uh storylines trying to figure out basically a, a murder mystery most of the time or some kind of a heinous plot that is taking place and uh and this season has um a little bit more like coming back home for him in a way where he is uh, still, of course, out the road uh, as the the lonely uh, Jack Reacher usually is. And uh, he's kind of brought back into the fold with all of his old uh, army buddies, the special investigators. And uh, there is uh, one of their oldest uh, friends from the special investigators is uh, killed, basically thrown off a helicopter and uh, just dead in the middle of the wilderness. And of course, they have to figure out who did it, why, and of course, nuclear arms are involved. <laughs> so, uh, well, no, gets... no, no, no. What? No, wait, or, or just rockets? I guess they're surface ro- to air missiles that do not miss. Oh, that's what it is. Sorry, I, Man, I'm sorry went, that I. <laughs> you went to the nuclear option. That's season three. Calm <laughs> that's down. season three. Yeah, when he fights Mecha Reacher. Uh, <laughs> so, Man, I'm in. Uh, <laughs> but uh, with me today to talk about season two of Reacher, I have Neil. <sighs> Greetings. And I have Ray. Hello. So, um, now, uh, first season. Did you? I'm assuming, obviously, you guys uh, watched the first season, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I. Uh, I'm really was I was actually more excited about this than other shows that were coming back on because it is you could say like a little bit like cotton candy, but it it feels like there's a lot of protein in the cotton candy. <laughs> we're just like, yeah, okay. Somewhere this is... there's a carnival that has probably bacon infused cotton candy, <laughs> and yes, this this is the cotton candy that's got some protein in it because yeah. I love this show too, but I know it's not like high drama and super smart. But it fucking works on every level that you have this alpha male who's not an alpha male like in your face. Right. He's not quite Mary Sue. He can do a lot of things, but he can't do anything. He's right. an evolved caveman. All these things that shouldn't work. This should be an 80s on the road kung fu renegade kind of uh, anthology. Yeah. But it's so much better than that. Yeah. It's so much. It's part of the charm of 
Alan Richardson as Reacher, that he is you you pretty much know what he is. Yeah. He's this massive man who is witty and clever, but not like he's a secret rocket scientist who's just no. shedding that life. He's he's um he's he's he is just so good in this role, but yeah, he also he's not also a big dumb ape. Uh, like he is just a smart man. He can deduce situations really well, and he's very tactical and strategic and uh, and decisive on like what to do next. And I think what this season does, it starts to develop more of uh, some doubt in him uh in himself of uh like who he thought was were good people and everyone else around him his uh rest of the special investigators which we see the return of neely played by maria uh sten and then we're introduced to sarinda swan uh playing carla dixon who is a sort of uh well maybe pining after each other a little bit when they're in the special investigators, but now just like a direct love interest, which was great. Cause, uh, Roscoe played by, uh, Alla or Ella, uh, I forget her. Willa, her Willa Fitzgerald. Willa Fitzgerald. That's right. Uh, in the first season playing Roscoe, uh, and then introducing, uh, uh, Dixon in this was great. And then Sean Seppos, uh, playing David O'Donnell. And then of course we have to be introduced to some kind of big bad in it, uh, with, Good old Robert Patrick. When you need an asshole, get Robert Patrick, and you're in luck because he can play an asshole like nobody. And he has, he runs this, you know, ABC bad company that like makes rockets that yes can you know track you and blah blah blah. And uh, he's trying to make a deal with um, some guy named A.M. That is initials. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which they explain why, but. Uh, which is subtle, but I still think kind of smart. But yes, he's the, he's the middleman. He's, he's the middleman. He's the Lord of War. Right, exactly. Uh, and it's just wonderful for these uh, four characters, along with uh, oh gosh, uh, uh, Dominic uh, Lombard Lombardozzi, uh playing uh, Russo, who is a, uh, a local cop in New York who is just tailing them. And then he kind of inadvertently gets involved with all of this and um, and becomes a reluctant, uh, in a lot of ways, uh, a cohort of the special investigators. And, man, he's great in this, too. But them trying to figure out who has killed their friends because a, f a few of the other special investigators have been either found uh, dead or just completely missing. And and they seem to be involved with this whole uh, rocket, bad rocket mission thing. <laughs> and, uh, and I just love all their chemistry together. But I I'd love to hear what you guys thought about this. Uh, Ray, how about you lead the way? Uh, yeah, this is fun. For me, this this series is fun for me to watch, and of course, you know you're gonna get your action stuff too, and I always love action movies, so we're, we get some of that, and it's it's really the funny thing is I've not read any of his books. I have to I have to Lee tell Child. you I've not yeah. read Lee Child's Reacher books, um, but you get from what I do know about the character, and I do know about the character from the synopsis of the books and everything, is even though if you've seen the Tom Cruise Reacher movies. They're good movies. They're good, you know, good stories, great, you know, in uh, their storytelling and in the mystery and all of that. And even though Tom Cruise is a solid actor, does a solid job, physically he's not Reacher to me. Right. This, you've got both the physicality of Reacher and you have the good acting and you have uh, a good script taken straight from Lee Child's books. As I understand it's pretty 
you know, they've done a little bit of, of moving it around, but it, it's pretty faithful, as I understand, even though I haven't read them. But this is just, you know, for the commentary that I read online. Um, so you have a good mix of everything. And what we get in season two that we don't necessarily get in season one is we get that since we are talking about our main character. I mean, it's named after the main character. We talk about Reacher. We do get that character development even more for that character because yes mm -hmm. as good as he is about deducing situations and reading other people and kind of knowing what a person's next move is going to be from their character because he is he is somebody who studies people he right. doesn't it's obvious and this is part of the character he doesn't really know himself the one person he doesn't know is himself and you get these people around him this time that kind of point that out to him and he kind of has this mini arc that goes on this this mini growth that goes on so you get this interesting story you get this interesting character surrounded by some very good supporting care in interesting supporting characters and then you get to throw in the action you get to throw in the stupid you know the the the, the good bad guy you get to throw in the helicopters you get to throw in <laughs> guns yeah. and and these fight scenes so i you know it, it's Again, is it the most serious show on TV? No. Is it right no. up my alley? Oh, you bet it is. <laughs> I, uh, Neil, what would you think? So this was right in a stretch. Of, there's three things, three shows, Fargo, this, and True Detective. And I'm just yeah. as excited for all three for slightly different reasons, but I put them all on the same pedestal. Yeah. This one is, like I said, it's so much fun. It's... And not, I'm not really a fan of cotton candy, but this is cotton candy, easy to get into, easy to digest, but there's more to it. There's something else in it. If it's bacon, if it's caramelized bacon, whatever it is, it works. He's he's probably technically on the spectrum a bit of a sociopath, that he, he doesn't make a lot of connections pe with people, but when yeah. he does, he is loyal to the grave to them. Yeah. And he's an animal lover. We got that in season one. We get a little bit of season two. Like he, he does have connections, but he doesn't want to set roots down. He just he did his time in his military. Now he just wanders the earth. Right. Like Kane and Kung Fu. He just wanders the earth. <laughs> Toothbrush and, and buying new clothes because no one's got time to wash the current set. Just buy new ones and keep going. Yeah. But the action's fucking top notch. He's <laughs> I there's a little bit of Hannibal in here too that he's so direct to the point. It's not like I kind of think I need to punch this guy. He's already punched the guy. He knows yeah. that this has to be done, so it will be done. If it's taking a beating, giving a beating, whatever it is, and that's why I said he, he is an alpha male, but that alpha's not toxic or in your face. He just no. knows I'm really good at what I do. I've doc there's no hesitation. And that's that's refreshing too. Yeah, I love seeing his like intuition and his like instinct about people. Like to your point, Ray, like he studies people, which I guess is you know like what you're saying too, uh, Neil, is that he doesn't uh, like set any roots down, and he's wandering this world, world basically doing uh, you know righting any wrong that he just happens across. Which like even the first episode, which is named uh, or titled ATM, like the first five minutes is just like I've like. I forgot, like, I missed this show so much. Like, oh, he's already a badass from, like, the first five minutes. God, I yep. love this show. <laughs> uh, it's so fun to see him just take it out on people that you know just deserve it. 
and um, either it being a ruthless beating or killing them or uh, <laughs> or. <laughs> Uh, or just like you know, breaking a hand here and there is like stop dealing drugs kind of thing. <laughs> one of my favorite. This is season one, but the kids that are sent to beat him up at the hotel. He's like, well, I'm oh gonna, yeah, I'm gonna break three hands. Oh, there's four of us. One of you needs to drive to the hospital. Like, <laughs> we all wish we could pull off those action one-liners so good and so timely. And he he has a few of those in this season too. He does. He. Uh, probably the best one-liner, uh, at least in like modern uh, action history, which is uh, uh, Neely is they're they're trying to figure out uh, this one person that's involved with the whole uh, bad ABC Bad Company um, is uh, this uh, woman and uh, her daughter. They fled their house, and like the special investigators get in there, and they're just trying to find any clues. And Neely, who is, I guess, the younger of the four, uh, she is a little bit more nerdy compared to all of them. And uh, she is like a gearhead, but she also plays video games. She's like, oh, wow, she has the young girl left her switch behind. Let me see if she'll get on it and I can, uh, you know, figure out per her game tag of where they might be. And um, and so she's a reacher is like in the back drinking milk. I don't know. And uh, and he's like, what are you playing? He's like, oh, it's a first person shooter. He's like, it's like, don't you know those? He's like, I am a first person shooter. <laughs> <laughs> that was an amazing line. <laughs> I like things like that where honestly anyone else saying it would have just been just fall flat and dumb. But Alan Richson is such a fine. I know he's been in the industry for years and he's always been like tall, handsome man. Yeah. He brings a lot to this and uh, which would normally make this kind of like a boring uh, protagonist. But he, like you were saying earlier, Ray is like, he brings this level of like um, of nuance that I, I don't would, I wouldn't normally see. Like, I think that like the, each season's getting better and better. And uh, where I think about with John wick, where like the first movie I think is genuinely g- great, and then the rest of it's kind of like, well, you kind of lose who John Wick is. It mainly just ends up becoming like superhero esque, and yeah it's, uh, yeah, it's watered down. And, yeah, yeah. Fight. I think the fourth one is just if you took out the action, it's twenty minutes, and there's right. so little Wick. This like I've only seen one of the two Reachers, and I'm not sure if it's the first or second, but it really feels like that's Ethan Hunt up there. Cruz is just channeling Ethan Hunt, who yeah. who came back and it's a Mission Impossible side mission. Right. This feels like a its own character. Right. That's what I mean. I think he feels more like Reacher. Just Reacher, like everyone, Mister Reacher or Jack Re- Reacher, just Reacher. Like that's his only little pet peeve is yeah. Reacher. Yeah. Uh, but um, oh, what else? I I really um. What was y'all's favorite like action scene? Let's talk about that because uh, there there's so much again development the with all the characters and the which one the biker, the biker fight. fight the biker exactly. fight exactly yeah yeah everybody's because it's one of many together. times ends with he calls Langston to talk shit that it failed again well, yeah what do you want Mister Reacher just Reacher well what do you want to throw you out of a helicopter like another great fucking line and then it, it cuts to black and it's like psycho killer <laughs> yes, yes. Like, which was slightly referenced before because the yeah one tense talking songs and all this but um <laughs> the biker fight is just it's shot well all of them are getting their licks in they're not unscathed I, there's they're messed up afterwards if it's stabs cuts 
bruises or whatever. Yeah. So again, they're not impervious. They're not superheroes. Mm-mm. Again, they just know. All right, no, they're not here to threaten us. They're here to kill us. We have to kill them first. Right. Well, and there's there's another scene that that mirrors that back when they are a group. You know, back when they are the special investigators. It's yeah. funny that they really. There's another scene. It's in a parking lot, but it's in the parking lot of the motorcade. Uh, you know, on on one of the bases with the when they're going after the bad guys that they were investigating at that time. And you see a lot of mirroring in both of those as to where here's this group of people who are no longer under the military and under those strict rules and everything else, but they're basically doing the same shit they were, you know, that they always did. And I think that's, that's an interesting thing is that this, in a way, all of this that they're doing feels comfortable to them. Even though they're yeah. not superheroes, even though they know they're not impervious, even though it involves bad guys and sometimes it involves their friends, and it, this to them is just something that they do normally, and it right. seems normal to them. And in this weird way, it becomes normal for us to watch them do it, so it doesn't seem kind of as outlandish mm-hmm. as it could. Yeah, it, it builds them out uh, really well, where they're all... They all have kind of like specialties, sort of. Uh, yeah. They're all just mm-hmm. kind of like badasses. But there, there's a reason to why they are all badasses because Reacher picked them all. And like he had the uh, the ability to pick them all for the special investigators unit, I guess, in the army. And uh, he knew they all had like, you know, particular things they're really good at. Like Dixon's really good at like tracking the, the money kind of thing. And uh, O'Donnell charming i don't know what, i don't well, know well there's what his... a through thread that they're all honorable too oh that too yeah because that's his crisis of conscience this season of with swan if one of them went bad and i picked him does that make like what's what i i failed it so i picked someone t- 10 years ago i picked someone for this unit and now they might be you know a greedy person supporting terrorists yeah. uh, I'm, I'm a bad person Reacher there's several episodes he's struggling with no no Swan wouldn't do that no he's almost impetulant in defending Swan yeah he's there's... defending himself right and and uh, Neely I think brings that up or maybe Nick Dixon does uh, just to find out because like, you're trying to convince yourself that you wouldn't make that mistake but maybe you could have and uh, and he's just like like feelings. Yeah, he does not like that at all. I I also love uh, the the flirtiness or the the flirtation between Dixon and Reacher. I was just like, this is great. <laughs> like I love them. Like yes, if you don't notice very quickly that they probably get together a couple times. Uh, I was like, spoilers. I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a sexy action show, so get with it. I don't I don't want to tell you. Uh, but I love their chemistry. It was great. Let's go into final thoughts. I think we're we're all very tickled by the show. So let's uh, let's go into that. So Ray, how about you lead the way? Yeah, we're all very tickled by the show. But I think one thing that we maybe haven't touched on is how good also the story itself is. The mystery. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, trying to figure out what's happening and who's good and who's bad and who's throwing bodies out of helicopters and and all of those things. It has that just like. just like season one did so don't think you're going into this and you're just getting again a fight show or you know action and beat them up and that kind of thing there's also a good story here there's a good mystery there's good and there's good bad guys and all of that uh so it's one of those shows that i think i can recommend to a lot of people 
Because oh, yeah. anybody who likes a mystery, anybody who likes a murder mystery, anybody who just likes, you know, uh, action stuff, anybody who is looking for, um, you know, some eye candy on a, on a Friday night, you know, that's nothing wrong with that. You know, So there's a lot to like here. And you have, an, you have a lead actor who basically finally gets his lead. Because, yeah. you know, yeah, he came up through the CW, the CW shows and he played on Smallville and he played on, you know, the 90210 a little bit. And he played on, you know, all these other shows. And he was like we were saying, he was Hawk. And but that he wasn't necessarily a star of that show either. Mm -hmm. And he's done lots of, you know, one episode here, one episode there of tons of shows. And then he finally gets his lead. And let me tell you something. He's doing I think everything he could do with that lead. So you've got an extremely charming, personable actor, you know, easy on the eyes, doing this role in a lot of times where he's not the most necessarily charming character, but he still pulls that off. And we don't hate him. And like you said, he's not this alpha male that just hits things. Yeah. And there's a lot of nuance there. So... I love this show a lot. I really do. And I want to go back to the first episode with my uh, with my rating. And I'm going to go, I'm really, just for the fun of it, I'm going to go 9 out of 10 ATMs for this one. <laughs> Neil, what are your final thoughts? I was excited for the season. It didn't let me down. I'm trying to channel Reacher and just be direct right to it. <laughs> um, he feels he feels like a refined Schwarzenegger uh, main character from the '90s. They because he does have those one-liners and stuff, but there's not the other bullshit around it. It gets right to the point. The story's really good. It's your villains always are necessary, and to the the hero isn't built up if the if the villains aren't difficult am is zigs and zags like yeah this comic book reading fucking insta killer like he's a, the antithesis of reacher like he doesn't hesitate if someone might be an issue might not is might, might they're just done cops dentists doesn't matter um and then robert patrick kind of having a second career as these heavies first in Peacemaker, now in this, of so fucking deliciously evil. Yeah. Um, the reveal of one of the members of the one-tenth of the last episode, you're like, oh, you fucker. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, the show's not perfect, though. There is a lot going on, and sometimes you get a, like, wait, who's that? There is a member of the one-tenth that is never seen again, the older guy from the first. They just, yeah. he, oh, he's on the lamb. And then they never, they never address, like, did he come out of the woodwork later or whatever? Um, but yeah, there's a lot. There's a senator that's pulled in. There's a lot of shit going on. So it, it's not, it could have been a little tiny bit tighter. Sure. But it's not perfect. I'm going to give it nine and a half out of ten Terminator 2 references that. They don't. They just drop in there, and it doesn't matter if you didn't know the reference. They move on. Who the fuck is Sarah Connor? <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Perfect. I loved that. I it was like, it, it was the one time that it felt like the show was winking. That was the only time. Because Giles Boy is like, uh, everyone treats this very seriously. Like that, no one's, you know, uh, winking to the camera. Nothing's really that hammy or anything like that at all. Like all the one-liners are earned because it just it feels natural coming from those characters, and 
yeah, it's it's well written. I, I do agree. There was there were times where it felt a little flabby here and there with some of the 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 side characters and some of these other side plots are just kind of like, wait, what? What is going on? And for how chiseled of a man uh, Reacher is, I expected it to be just a little leaner uh, here and there and uh, just to make it slightly more straightforward. But I think the the core mystery about this whole thing is uh, Swan, a part of the, the special investigators, he's the only one that's missing and that they haven't found the body and they start to discover maybe yeah there's there's this doubt around his character if he's good or bad and uh which i thought ultimately was a really great uh uh i guess use of mystery where it's not necessarily about like who who are the uh like what are they going to do with these missiles and blah 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 it's like no it's actually about is someone that reacher handpicked because of their their honor from before are they good or bad it's all based around character and the character development of like him coming to terms if uh he made a mistake like that's really what the whole plot is or like the biggest like mystery behind it i was like that's fucking awesome like for such a, a you know could be stereotypical dumb action show it's still based in like emotion uh and what's driving the mystery altogether so I thought that was brilliant that they would have done that. Um, so I'm going to give it a uh, nine out of 10 uh, eyeballs and jars. Uh, <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Gross. 